And out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living water. Out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living water. And as the river flows, it begins to bring everything that's light. It's the life-giving river. Oh, let it flow right here, right now. Hey, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Flow, let it flow right here, right now. And as the river flows, it begins to bring everything that's light. It's the life-giving river. Oh, let it flow right here, right now. Whoa, whoa, right now. Irama la sote la baneria boya.
mara no sikaya koma ba mi soramoni ko wando mio koma ba mi in jesus name we have worshiped amen well thank you so much god bless you know i i just i trust that i'm going to have the message if if i was i was just thinking of three more times so that we can just be going you know i have to do by myself and see let's have to come back thank you so much god bless you just cared kind of an atmosphere i will just pray this for the next two minutes just pray the spirits Jebarande kobali kopash lem kobarande kobali katash leko barande kababoshe beleka pa reko belika bababoshe beleka pa ratete shobeleka pa reko beleka tata reko beleka balusi kubeleka ta zobeleka tata zobeleka tata rante kobeleka tata rubeleka tosi kubarande kapa zobeleko bele Reko beli kubaba shele barande kopa leko barande ko barande ko bele kata ziko bele tete ratete toshe bele kapa reko barandi kubeli ziku bele kababo shele kaba reko balansi kubeli kata reko beli kabalande dede jobele kababo reko bele kababa rekete tete Jobeleka da da da, rinko beleko baba bosse kata, rinko beleka baba bosse beleka da 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 da, rinko belikuba, rinko beleka ta, ranke bele, ziko beleka da da da, rinko beleka da 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 da, jobeleka da da, ribeleka da da do, shobeleka ta, rinko beleka toskete, rinko beleka ta, ranke beliku beleka ba, jobeleka ba, rinko babo sekete. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. All right, thank you for that wonderful atmosphere. Thank you once again. I have three texts here. Um, we are looking at a very short chat today called Supernatural Leading. I'll be reading from the book of Matthew 22, verse 18. It said, But Jesus perceived their malice and said, Why are you testing me? Be hypocrite. Then in Mark chapter 2, verse 2, he said, Immediately Jesus, aware in his spirit that they were reasoning that that way within themselves. Now, Luke chapter 6, verse 8. See, but when they when he knew that they were thinking, and he said to the man with the withered hand. Now, if you read KJV version, he said, and he perceived in his heart. Now, these three different scriptures that I, that I just read to you now, there's something common about them. You see, the Bible said that Jesus will just know certain things. Now, if you watch the ministry of Jesus in hearing from the Father, there was no actually much dramatic speakings. You see. The speakings and the leadings of God, they don't have to be dramatic. They don't have to be spectacular before you can call them supernatural. I'll come again. The speakings and the leadings of the spirits, they don't have to be dramatic. They don't have to be spectacular before you can call them supernatural. So if you watch the ministry and the life of Jesus, in the in him knowing certain things, the Bible will not say an angel spoke to him and he knew what they were saying. The Bible will say, and he perceived in his heart. Matthew 22 18 record that. Mark chapter 2, verse 8, record that, and Luke chapter 6, verse 8, record that also. So you will see that in the ministry of Jesus, even though there were spectacular times, but you will see that Jesus supernaturally knew things, not just because an angel came down, something no, no. So I'm trying to create a balance. The speakings and the leadings of the Spirit can be dramatic. They can be spectacular. But they don't always, they are not always spectacular. And sometimes God can decide to choose that is leading to you particularly. Is leading for your life and destiny will not be spectacular. And, and you, you understand the, the level of uh, pride that comes with, oh, I woke up, I woke up this morning. I saw the center of the spirit. An angel came. He said his name is Asabawani. 
and he spoke to me. My hands were shaking. I was sweating. I understand all of those things that can happen. That 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 the, the level of pride that happens when you have those kind of dramatic encounters. But let me tell you, the speakings and the leadings of the spirits, they are not always dramatic. They are not always spectacular. You see that Jesus will supernaturally know things without the Bible saying that an angel came down and he was speaking to him. No, the Bible said he perceived in his heart. So, as a believer, if you don't learn the way that God speaks to you, we know there are primary ways like speaking via God's word. But if you don't learn that the speakings of God to you particularly may not be dramatic, there are some of you that when you are in the church and they are laying hands on people and people are falling under power, if they lay hands on you, you will stand, you are not falling. And you think, are they following me from village? Is something wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. Sometimes the dealings of the spirit with you may not be dramatic. It doesn't mean that it's not supernatural. I don't know if you're getting it. See, should I even tell you? See, major percentage of Christians may not see angels when they go to heaven. And it does not mean that God don't like them. In fact, there are some times when God, where there, there are some times when um, God leading you in a dramatic way is an indication of how stubborn that you are. Are you getting me? That sometimes God leading you in a dramatic and a spectacular way can be because God has spoken to you via other mediums and you, you, you are not sensitive enough to pick it. And God now has to come in a dramatic and a spectacular way. Dramatic and spectacular way of the of the leadings of the spirit sometimes can be an act that you were a stubborn person because God has spoken to you in a different way many times and you could not pick it because your spiritual antenna, let me put it that way, is not sharp. Do you get it? So you must define it that just because every time they are laying hands on people, they don't lay hands on you. They are speaking in the church. People are falling under power. I remember one of my dear friends, a dear man of God, said, you know, the first time he was in apostles' meeting, people were falling. You know, somebody will fall beside him. They, they, it's as if the spirit will jump in and somebody else will fall. Say, well, they are not going to fall. It's just, see, the falling is just byproduct of what is happening. Are you, are you getting it? It's just, it's just a byproduct of what is actually happening. You get it. So it's not really so, but later on, as he began to now grow, as he, as he was growing with God, he now understood what really happened. At that meeting, he did not actually fall under the power. But after he got back home, he began to understand what God wants him to do. Clarity began to come for him because, see, there are times that impartation may happen without you falling. Are you getting it? Impartation can happen several times without you falling. One of the German of God in this country that really respect the civil ministry is that some years ago it was in South Korea. You see another great man of God, you know, he wanted a new left or a new death in his own healing ministry. So he, he, he attended a meeting by a senior man of God, you know, that God he, and I think Benin or something like that. So, so, but he said he was in that meeting, the meeting was to start by 11 o'clock, but it was already in, in, that, in that particular meeting by 7. He was sitting down, just saying, God. Something must my ministry must change today. He said, and the, and the meeting lasted for like about five hours. So, but when they were about to round up, he just pointed him out of the crowd. The man they had they, they never knew each other before, pointed at him out of the crowd and said, Come, then the man just touched him. He said, He did not fall under power, he did not feel anything, nothing moving his body, but he knew that he had received something. Are you getting it? Meaning that you can receive the spiritual possibilities without you actually falling. I don't know if you're getting it. So that when you go to meetings and people did not fall and break chairs, you will not come back and say that means no power for a bed. No, no, no. See, now I, I, I know that I, I want to call names of religion. I don't mean to, you know, it's not in any way. Now, if you go to living feet, people don't fall under power. But you cannot deny the fact of God's power that has been administered to people in that place. The, God has blessed the man of God there, Bishop David with the with the creative power of God's word. So he can speak into people's destiny without them falling under power and things will just change. Even he said several times that he has received impartation, he had never, he, not, he did not fall under power. Then again, you can go to Koinonia. In fact, the way we know that apostle is on the pulpit is that people began to fall. Once you just go there and people began to fall, and you just know that he's on the pulpit already. Probably maybe he's not speaking yet. So you can go to those two different meetings and say, God, no more for this one. You know, they fall under power. 
See, the things of the spirit cannot be judged by just physical things that you see. I don't know if you're getting it. So, that people did not fall in a meeting is not an indication that the spiritual possibilities has not been transferred or that people have not received certain things. So, you must understand that the things of the spirit are not always dramatic. They are not always spectacular to be supernatural. So, this is the reason why so many times God can be leading you in respect to certain things and you can actually miss the leading of God. And you know one thing? God wants to lead you as much as he wants to be led. I want to say this, that God so much wants to give, wants to talk to Moses that they have to create a burning bush experience so that he can, he can get his attention and instruct him. As much as see, leading seeks you, the leading of the Spirit seeks you, as much as you, you seek the leading. Do you get it? So God also wants to speak to you. Just that, see, it will be a way that you are, you are conditioning that the way God spoke to Mr. A is the way that God must speak to Mr. B. So, you can go to certain meetings and you're expecting that you will fall under power so that you know that you are receiving something. No. And you can go there and after you leave the meeting, after you left the meeting, you'll find out that so many things have changed in your life. The possibilities, the things that were not there before. You that don't like to pray before, you get back home and just feel like praying. Every day you are blasting talks for one hour. You are studying your Bible. You know, you don't pay attention to listening to messages. And meanwhile, when you went to that meeting, you did not even fall under power. Nothing even walked through your body as if it was even Marcos. So that you can even shake someone. Nothing happened. See, I'm trying to condition your mind this night so that you can know that the leadings of the spirit, the things of the spirit can be dramatic. They can be spectacular, but they are not always spectacular. And they are not always dramatic. Are, are you guessing this? They are not what? Always dramatic. And they are not what? Always spectacular. So, if you don't understand this, you can miss certain things that God is speaking to you because you have conditioned God or you want to condition God to speak in a certain way. You want to do what? Condition God to speak in a certain way. So, you must be so sensitive. So, tonight I'm going to be sharing a few ways that the Spirit of God can lead you to Number one, by inward witness. By what? Inward witness. By what inward witness? See, the Bible said that when we came to Christ, that we are joined with Christ. That the Spirit of God is joined with us. We are together. For instance, I I watch a, a wonderful analogy by dear by dear man of God. He said, for instance, when you are in the plane and the plane is you know maybe shaking or this, you'll be shaking with the plane. You are in the car. You are in the car. You even though you are not the one driving the car, but because you are inside, so you are joined with the Spirit of God. You are together. So, because you have the Spirit of God in you, there's what you call inner witness. That is the reason why you can engage in certain things that is wrong. Even though nobody's seeing you, there's that inner witness, that inner judgment there. See, if you get to a place where that inner judgment is not there, it's an indication that you need a retreat. That there's something that is wrong. So, one of the ways that God leads a believer is by the inner witness. For instance, you may just want to go to a place and all of a sudden you just you just don't feel like going again. Something just something in your spirit is so strong that you should not move an inch. Something in your spirit, man, is so strong that you should not go out. You know, even for instance, you know, some of you um, sisters here, somebody can be asking you out, and the brother seems very cool, you know. You cannot talk to him another five minutes, you'll go like four scriptures. But every time you want to say yes, then say, there's that resistance from the spirit saying, don't say yes, don't say yes, don't say yes. You will be struggling with it. Maybe you're not, you were tired and say yes. The brother that showed, he showed you shaking, promax. You know, say, no wonder the spirit of God will say that you. There's this piece. So the inner witness, you are one with the spirit, the inner witness. When you understand these things, you will know that you don't really have to, you don't have to see an angel or uh, uh, from him to know that certain decision is not backed up by the Spirit of God for you not to take them. The inner witness is just bears witness. You just know by the Spirit that this thing, no, 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 God, God no, no, this thing is not, is not part of it. So one of the ways that God leads a believer is by what? The inner witness. Then secondly, is by the small, still voice. Let's read the book of First King. You know, First King chapter 19. Now, this may not really be the context, 
but this can actually help us explain something. First King chapter 19, verse um, from verse 11. Let me start from verse 11. He said, and, and he said, Go forth and stand upon the mountain before God, and behold, the Lord passed, passed, passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rock before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after a fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that a rat that he wrapped his face and in his mouth and went and stood, you know, all of those stories. Now, he said the fire came, the earthquake came, all of this came, the voice of God was not there. This still small voice. Now, do you ever, there are times when you want to take certain decisions. It's not an audible voice that you heard. No, not an audible voice. But you heard something like a still small voice saying, no, don't go. No, don't do this. Maybe you want to invest in a, in a business and you hear that just in that small still voice. See, all of these things will find better, uh, they'll find they'll find chance in your life when you yield to the spirit, when you receive the life of God and you begin to now walk, give yourself to the things of the spirit. What do I mean? Pay attention to Bible study, pray a lot in the spirit. You are giving you are giving avenue to all of these possibilities to find expression. So, there are times when you want to make certain decisions. Somebody says, show me the scripture, why? But there is that still small voice that is saying, don't go. You may want to make a trip, and there is still small voice saying, don't go. See, we must be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit. Because sometimes, the leading of the Spirit can be the reason why you will be alive in this place. You can ask Joseph and Mary. Now, the Lord will appear to them. Now, live here you are now. Go to this place now. Live here now. So you must be sensitive because there are times when it is not just that an angel will come or this will come. No. I gave an example of my status this morning. There are sometimes that people step out and probably maybe they get into trouble, an accident. They will say, when I wanted to go out this morning, something was telling me not to go. It was not something. Sometimes it could be the small still voice saying, don't go. It could be the small still voice saying, don't enter that relationship. It could be the small still voice saying, don't invest in that thing. So, one of the ways to make the voice act, to, to be clearer is to pray in the Spirit. When you're about to take certain decisions and you find that, that it's as if you're hearing that still small voice but you can't get it to is to shut down and pray in the Spirit. So, one of the ways that God leads us is what? The small, still voice. Number three, by the audible voice of the Spirit. The book of Acts chapter 8 verse 29. Let's say the book of Acts chapter 8, verse 29. The audible voice of the Spirit. Now, let me, let me say something. See, just because you can have access to the audible voice of the Spirit is not an indication that you are more spiritual than somebody who is being led by the Word. In fact, we will checkmate the audible voice that you heard by God's Word. The Word of God is the matter for us to check if the things you said you heard is correct. Because the, 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 the audible voice of the Spirit will never contradict the written word of God. I'll come again. The audible voice of the Spirit will never contradict the written word of God. So if you say you heard something, and we check it in the light of scriptures, and it's not there, or it contradicts scriptures, it's an indication that it's not God who spoke to you. So just because you heard something, it's not an indication that it was God who spoke. Dig it. So in the book of Acts chapter 8, verse 29, he said, then the Spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. It was the Spirit of God who spoke to him. This was the story of the Ethiopian Enoch. Do you get it? He said, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him. So there's something as the audible voice of God. See this audible voice of God from my experience, you know, and from scriptures. You'll find out that it doesn't really happen every time. Don't say, God, I open my ear, keep if you don't tell me, make I go Lagos, I don't go go. Meanwhile, you have seen every other way that God speaks to you. know, God has seen every other medium, but you want the audible voice. No, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot kidnap God to use the audible voice. You cannot condition him to use the audible voice. And just because you, you sometimes, you can hear the audible voice of the spirit is not an indication that you are more spiritual than anybody who is being led by the word of God. 
Because in all honesty, being led by the word of God is the safest place that you can be. Are you is by the multiple voice of the Spirit. Sometimes the way you hear it, you hear it too fast, go back. Just, you know, very sharp. Very sharp. Few times I've heard the voice in my life. Very sharp. Very sharp. Go back. Don't go. You will look back as if somebody is speaking to you. But if you have been hearing the voice for a while, you will know that this is God speaking. Because, for instance, when you get, uh, when, when you get three children, and you put them outside the particular house and you bring their mother inside the city room and maybe one of the child is crying the mother will immediately know the child that is crying even though there are, there are other children there it's called koinonia they have been together for a while so they, they, they know each other's voice they know, they know each other's voice because they've been together so the voice of them the audible voice of the spirit now everything that we hear by the audible voice of the spirit will check them in the light of God's word Hmm? Everything we hear from the or by the audible voice of the spirit will check those things in the light of gospel. So don't let anybody try to you know um, um, um bully you and say now we they hear God. Now we see one who is being led by spiritual, we get to anywhere that anybody that is being led by an audible voice. In fact, you can even be in danger when you start hearing an audible voice and you don't know scriptures. When that the words, hearing audible voice and you don't know scriptures. Because as much as God is committed to doing a lot with us and for us, God is only committed within the boundary of scriptures. God is only what? He's only committed within the boundary of scriptures. Outside the boundary of scriptures, he's not committed. Are you getting it? Now, number four. Through spectacular ways. You know, I had to put this in this particular frame, through spectacular ways. That's true dreams. In the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13, we saw how Jesus was speaking to um, God, was speaking to um, um, Joseph in the dream. You know, I said, You have to take Jesus away and run away. See, there is a message in, in that place. Let me just break it down. See, there are certain battles that you may not be, you may not, you might not, or you are not, you are not, let me put this, you are not mature enough to fight that kind of battle. When God asks you to run, it's not when you stand and start doing immigration reality. There are times when God says, I remember a man of God, a, a, one of the fathers of faith in this country, said, One day, just called the missionary. They are missionary, they were in certain countries, just called them. He said, Leave that place now. They didn't know why he called them to leave the place, but immediately, they put their loader. They, they said, Immediately, they were leaving. People came there to look for them, to shoot. They came to steal. See, so where God is asking you to run, don't stand and be saying, I, I, I have the Holy Ghost in me, I carry God. No, no, no. You cannot use faith to stand where God says you run. Are you getting it? So the book of Matthew chapter 2, verse 13. I understand that there's a theological debate about dream that in the in the Ephesus, there was no way that the apostles were led by dream and all of these things. Look at that debate all of these days. Vision. That you can be led by vision. Now, when I mean vision, there's what they call an open vision. In the book of, okay, let's see the book of, let's see the book of Matthew chapter 1 from verse 47 to 48. Let me read because you might have been reading this, but you are not really paying attention to it. Matthew chapter 1. It's really Matthew or John. I think I made a mistake here. Trying to find that scriptures when Jesus saw Nathaniel and he told Nathaniel, he said, He said, You are a man, I saw you were under the tree, and all of these things. That was an open vision that he saw. His brains were not suspended, he knew, but he saw him and then he was seeing the vision. So there are times when God can speak to you, hear you. There are times when God can lead you, hear an open vision where you can just sit down and you're seeing something. Now, let me just let me just let me make a balance in respect to that dream. See, let me tell you, everything that is spectacular must submit to the authority of God's word. So many times people will come and tell me they have a dream, they don't understand, they are looking for the interpretation. Well, in my opinion, when I when I have a dream, I don't understand, I don't look for interpretation. When I don't understand the dream, I stand up and I pray in tongues. So praying in tongues because the Bible says we'll perfect all that concise me. 
So every time I pray in tongues, if it's a bad dream, praying in the spirit, I believe that the spirit of God will neutralize the bad dream. If it's a good dream, I believe that the spirit of God will bring it to pass. So when I dream something I don't understand, I don't run around because some of the interpretations that people even give for dream, they are very funny. So I just stand up and pray in tongues. So when I also have a dream that is, you know, something good. See, the Bible says only every good and perfect gift comes from God. So the only kind of dream that I set are good dreams. If I see maybe something happens to me in the dream, I don't think this kind of dream. I stand up and I rebuke it. Sometimes I don't even rebuke it because as I'm having that kind of dream, which I, I usually do not really have, you know, there's a scripture already flying out from my spirit to reply the dream. I remember one time, very humorous, yeah, this humorous story, I was on a retreat. It's been like maybe two or three years now. I had a dream. In a dream, somebody, I was on a retreat too, fasting, and somebody was chasing me in the dream. Chasing me, chasing me. So I woke up. I woke up. I was on the bed. I was like, I prayed in tongues. And I, I slept back again. I went to that dream and go and chase the person. So I don't really have those kind of dreams, actually. So I'm just saying, because Satan can also take advantage of your dream. Every time it's bad dream. Every time it's bad dream. Every time we are seeing it. Every time we are seeing it. So Satan, Satan can take the advantage. There are people who are so afraid of dreams. So Satan takes the advantage of those things. He begin to pump a fuel. Yeah, I mean, I say fuel. <laughs> oh my God, Nigerian government fuel. He begins to, to pump fear, uh, fear into your mind, in your spirit. Just you are just afraid. Every time one negative dream for one dream, they, they carry it to river to wash your head. They, this one happens to you. So you must be careful with dream. Everything that you see that seems to be spectacular must be. You must subject them to God's word. You must see the, the word of God is the touchlight to check if the things you're seeing are true or they are wrong. The word of God is the touchlight to check those dreams, those visions you're seeing if they are true or they are right. Do you get so you can so if you are the kind of person who every day they, that's the kind of dream you are, you have to stand up and rebuke Satan. Satan has taken advantage of, of your dream and giving you all kinds of nonsense dreams. Do you get? So, you know, like I said, God speaks through an uh, uh, open vision. Then there's what he called trance. You may, not really be, you may not be asleep like that, and you're not really awake. In the book of Acts chapter 22, from verse 17 to 18, the Bible told us about Peter. When God, when, when he had a trance, and, and he said, arise, kill, and eat. So, do you get it? So, these are some of the spectacular ways that God speaks to us. But even these spectacular ways, like I said, the word of God must be this must be the touchlight in which you will use to check if these things you saw are actually right. Like I said, I, when I when I have I only take good dreams. If you come and tell me that you saw me that uh, you know I was killing the dream, I'll smile. I'll tell you thank you because it's not as if you are lying. It will actually be the truth that what you saw is actually what Satan wants to do. But I know God's word. Bible said, "No evil shall befall me." He said, "Neither shall any plague come near my dwelling." He said, with long life, will you satisfy me? He said, show me salvation. So the word of God I have in me already counter that kind of thing. So I want you to be that kind of believer. Don't be a kind of person you'll be walking on the road and somebody will stop you and say, you know, with all due respect, I grew in the western part of this country and I didn't see you a long line, you know, and you see you, meaning that we saw you and the Spirit of God has sent us to you. See, if you don't do this, you know, when I see somebody who is a believer, who has been a believer for three, four years, and somebody sees you on the road and start giving you vision, and you take the vision, and you, you are afraid already, and you started crying, help me. So what happens to the ministry of the word? See, and the person may not be wrong. It may be that's what Satan wants to do. But understand that the word of God has the absolute authority over every vision, every whatsoever thing that it is. The word of God is the apex of God's integrity. So do you get somebody comes and tells me that ah you know are we that I will not even pray. I'm not saying that I should not pray, but with the level that I've got with God's word, I will not pray. I will not if you tell me now that you saw me that you know I saw you, you were killing me. I will not pray because I already know what God's word says. In fact, as you're telling me the dream, see unconsciously, my spirit man is responding with scriptures. He said, Thou shalt go to thy father in peace. He said, Thou shalt be buried at a very good old age. Are you getting it? He said, Has thou not been an edge of protection around about me? He said, All that has to do with me. So these are the things. So the spectacular we must subject to God's word. 
so that you are not afraid. Every time they will call you from village and they say, we saw you, we had a dream that you came back to the village. You that you were doing well in the city. We saw you that you now became a power tapper in the village. <laughs> Bible says, and the part of the joy is a shining light. He says, shined more and more unto the perfect day. Proverbs 18. The part of the joy is as a shining light. So the part of the justice is not that I will bring the city today, doing well for myself. Then tomorrow I will bring the village, tapping power because I, I don't have any other job again. No, the part of the justice is a shining light. It's a shining more and more to the perfect day. That's why a believer that is wordless, wordless, Satan will so cheat you because you believe everything. So I said all this so that you can submit the things, the spectacular things to God's word. Then number five, one of the ways that God gives us is through circumstances. Now, I, I don't know the, the actual English. I have to put um, put um, these circumstances or should I just say natural instant, um, circumstances? But we'll explain what I mean. See, there are times, just like I told you earlier, that as much as you want to be led by the Spirit, eh, God Himself also wants to lead you. See, there are times when God is saying certain things to you. One of the ways that God will begin to show you is that. Anywhere you turn, God will show you that. God will bring messages everywhere. Maybe God is saying that, uh, go to Lagos. You will just see, your friend can just come and begin to talk about Lagos. You go to your bathroom salon, you hear them talking about Lagos. You turn your TV, you hear them talking about Lagos. See, as much as you, you are seeking to be led by the Spirit, the, seek, the, the leading also seeks to lead you. I don't know if you understand. So the Spirit of God also seeks to lead you. So it begins to show you those things everywhere. You must be sensitive to be able to be the leading of the Spirit. Are you getting it? He also wants to lead you. So God can, can do all of these things and you're not still, you're not still picking it because you know, sometimes we are believers, but there's what you call carnal believers. They are believers, but they are just carnal believers. They are baby believers. Those are the people that Paul said, by this time, I should not be feeding you milk again, but I'm still coming to feed you milk because he says strong milk belongs to them who are of age. He said, an heir, as long as a child, he differed not from a servant. Even though he's an heir, but he's still a child, he's a baby. He said, my little children, in whom I travel, until Christ be formed in you. So there are, there are certain people who are baby believers. The Spirit of God can be using every avenue to speak to them. Social media, every other thing has blocked their head. They cannot even, they can't know that the Spirit of God is in them. So that the Spirit of God has to even use that social media you so much like. Everywhere you turn, you will see it. Yet you can't pick it. You must be sensitive. What? Sensitive. Now, number six. The Spirit of God, you can also be led through your thoughts. Now, I had a, I had a man of God said this thing some years ago. He said, if your thought is, you see, if your mind is governed by the Holy Ghost, the things that pass through your mind are things of the Spirit. He said, your thoughts can become word of knowledge. And it's true. Have you ever gone to pray before? You were praying the Spirit, and the thoughts just drop into your spirit. Send your daddy money. It was not there before. But as you were praying in the Spirit, the Spirit of God just shot that thought here. You know, See, let me tell you, Satan can take advantage of it. But you know, if you're a one person, you cannot take advantage of it. Because you know, he says, send your daddy money. Bible says, honor your father and your mother. So sending money is not against what you're doing. There are things that they were not in your spirit man before. They were not even in your mind. You were not thinking about them. But you were spending time praying in tongues. If the thoughts just begin to grow, just begin to expand, just begin to expand. See, most of the decisions that are, that, that are taken in my life and that we take, they did not come by an audible voice. Or I know there are few audible voices, but not all of them came by audible voice. Some of them just came by knowing of the spirit. I began to pray. If somebody tells me that we'll be doing Abuja meeting, I would not even ask, but I began to pray. I just it just begin to expand more. Abuja, Abuja. As you spend quality time, that's why you must learn to pray in the spirit. See, there are times to ask for bread and water. Lord, give me favor. Lord, give me this. But there are times to pray in the spirit where you are fellowshipping with the Father and you just trust that the Spirit of God can give you something for the next phase of your life. Maybe an instruction or whatsoever. Do you get? So you must learn this. 
that the spirit of God, it, you can be led through thoughts. Maybe you are praying in the spirit and it just drops a thought. And see, let me tell you, when, that's why as a believer, you must invest, investigate every thought. After Abuja, I thought that we are going to a particular place. But some days ago, I think the Lord began to put a particular place in my heart. And do you know how you will know that this particular thought that is, that is roaming in your, in your mind is of God? You will take that thought to the place of prayer. As you begin to pray in tongues, if that thought fizzles out, you will know that it was not God. You just find yourself not wanting to do that thought again. See, prayer is also, that's why prayer is also an act of, um, how do I say this now? There are things that God wants you to do, but you are not, you don't want to do them. But when you begin to pray, God will not begin to align your heart towards that thing so you can do that. Maybe God is saying, relocate to Canada and you don't like it but as you begin to pray in the spirit you spend time praying you will see that god will begin to work on your affection you just begin to see yourself like in canada see yourself wanting to make that trip out of the country so you must as a believer you must investigate every thought you must do what investigate every thought then number number seven one of the ways that god gives us is true people, believers. God needs us to believers. See, let me tell you, there are times that the leading of God will come through other people. Maybe there, there are things that God has said to you before, but you are still looking at it, whether is it true, God will now use somebody, somebody else to say it. That's, I usually say this, if you are so connected to a man of God, one of the ways that you know you are connected to them is that almost every new phase of your life when god is telling you you can go to church the next day you can go to the fellowship and the man of god will say something that hits that particular line of thoughts when i knew that i was going to come to battle i was in dunamis you know i was dunamis headquarters in abuja and i was just entering and what the man of god was teaching that it was divine direction whatsoever i think divine direction something, something like that and as i was teaching the only God spoke to me that still small voice i heard it very clear be very clear. He said, listen, you mentioned the Badonami. Immediately he was saying that just said, he said, yes, well, we shall go to the but So he said, God will speak through people to you. In the book of Exodus, chapter 8, from verse 17 to 23. See, Moses was leading the Israelites, but the way he was leading them, he would, he would have he would have probably maybe killed himself because of the too much stress. But his father in law, Jeshua, came and gave him the best advice. That was the first place I saw. Um, administration. He said, why don't you divide them by this number and this number and put certain down there, uh, um, over them. So when they do, um, when they commit certain crime that is not much, they talk to those leaders. But if it's something that is very, that is, you know, too much, they cannot talk to you. If everybody comes to talk to you every day, you will die before your time. Do you get? So, God, see, most of the time, what God tells people is the things that he has told you before. It's just the confirmation of it. But there are times when God has spoken to you, but because of your seriousness with Him, because of your canal, you cannot even pick it away. That's why sometimes it seems as if what people are telling you is what you've not heard before. Sometimes it could be that God has been telling you, but you have not been picking it. Do you get it? So most of the things that God will tell you are the things that God Himself had already spoken to you before. Let's see, I told you before, let's see the book of, um, let's see the book of Acts chapter 13, verse 2. I want to show you something. I was studying a material recently and I saw something that was profound before we move to the last one. He said, and as a minister to the Lord, he said, and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barabbas and, and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. Now, hear that, that statement. He said, the work I have called them, not the work I am calling them. Meaning that God himself would have probably have spoken to Paul and Barabbas before. Would have given them things before. He said the work which I have called them. So they knew that they have been called. This is a confirmation because sometimes you might have been called, but you have not been sent. So for he says, separate them for the work I have called them, not the work I'm calling them. Meaning that they this was a confirmation of what God would have been, what God has been telling them previously. So most of the things that God will lead men to come and tell you are some of the things that he has probably told you before, but maybe you did not pick it. Also, when he thinks also you pick them, they are just confirmation of the things, things, I mean, that God had told you earlier. Do you get Do you get So, these are the things. So, God can speak to other people. 
you know, you are doubting if God is the one you heard or it's not God. You just say something, somebody is just talking in that line of the things I heard. Then lastly, lastly for this night, God leads us through his word. You know, if you have been following me for a while, you have been saying to my brother, you know that I emphasize so much on the word. I emphasize so much on God's word. So one of the ways that God leads you, because see, every other leading that is not in the that every other leading that is not in the light that is not in the light of God's in the light of God's word may get into trouble. Every other leading that is not checked in the light of God's word may get into trouble. You are a person who is who is not giving to God's word. They are always coming to talk to you in the night. The spirit of God, but you don't know what scripture says. See. The realm of the spirit don't only have the Holy Spirit, there are other spirits that are there. And they can take advantage of your ignorance of scripture since they know that you don't pay attention to God's word. And another thing we speak to you and you think is the spirit of God. So we must do what? We must be somebody. See, the word of God is the final authority. The word of God is Jesus in letters. John chapter 1 verse 14. The word of God, everything that God can do, his word will do. He said he sent forth his word. If you have not heard anything from me, you should have heard this one. I've said it over and over. That the word of God is Jesus in letters. Everything that God can do is what his word will do. Are you getting my word? Are you getting my point now? So every, every, any, any other leading at all, you, the light, the word of God must be the touchlight to check them. If the things you heard, if the things you saw, if they are right. Are you getting my point? The word of God must be what that particular thing. And there are some of us that probably all of these things that I've counted here, there are opportunities that certain people have missed. Now, just imagine the scenario when God led Abraham and said he should go and kill Isaac. And God asked him, don't kill Isaac again. Imagine that Abraham did not hear God and kill Isaac. He would have, he would have misrepresented God. See, sometimes hearing the things for your destiny and your life, Hmm? It's not just a matter of place of destiny. Sometimes it can be a matter of life and death. It can, they are saying, you see, God had mercy, but there are certain mistakes that when you make them, even though God forgives, forgives you, you may have to live with them until Jesus comes. So sometimes there are destiny mistakes that you must not make. So you must trust God and be sensitive to his leading. You must do what? Trust God. So because there are certain leading of God that is not just the leading of the spirit. It's not just based on the fact that it will, you know, is a, it will lead you to a place of destiny. or take, It's a matter of life and death. Sometimes the leading of the spirit will be the reason why you'll be alive in the next five minutes. Because God can say, leave that place now. Could be the reason why you not go broke and just because you may want to invest in a business and the spirit of and you go to pray and the spirit of God keeps speaking, don't do it, but you cannot hear. The gain, the profit on the business has took your, your hearing of the spirit that you cannot hear. And some of you, God is showing you businesses, showing you things to invest in. The spirit of God is leading you, he's telling you to take another job, he's telling you to apply for this job, he's telling you to do this, he's telling you to, you know, but you, you cannot decide, you cannot understand. Tell me to change location, tell me to do this, but you can't hear him. So tonight you will pray, Lord, I receive grace. My I, I receive grace to be sensitive to your leading. Lord, I receive grace to be sensitive to your leading. Pray in the spirit. I receive grace. He said, Thou shall hear what behind you saying, This is the way walking Lord, I'm sensitive to your leading. The hearing here, I hear you clearly. And I follow your leading. Whether in tears or in joy, I follow your leading. 
Beliku Babasha Kata. My ears are open. Riko Beladada. I hear the things you're saying. Randadada do Shabalada. I follow your leading. Riko Beliku Bababo Sekeba. Riko Beladada. My ears are open. Ranke Belis Koto Barande Kopa. My ears are open. Randadada. Shebeko Bababo Sekaba. My ears are open. Riko Belada. I follow the leading of the spirit. Jebeleko Bababo Sekapa. Reko Babaskete. Reko Belekapa. Jibelekadanado Sebelekapa. Reko Ba. Radededo Shabelekapa. Reko Babaskete Barandede. In Jesus' mighty name, you have prayed. Would there be any opportunity that you have missed? Because you could not discern when God is leading you, Lord will ask for mercy. The Bible says, and the Lord will restore back the years. It's in which the canker woman and the power woman has eaten. Everything you have lost, every opportunity that you are supposed to take, but you, because you could not, you are not sensitive to his voice. Lord, we decree restoration in the name of Jesus. We decree restoration in the name of Jesus. And everywhere that God is speaking to you currently, that you could not discern or pick, Lord, we decree your ears are open now. In the name of Jesus, your ears are open now. In the name of Jesus, I decree you will not make destiny mistakes. When there's remaining one step for you to make that mistake, the Lord will redirect your steps. In the name of Jesus, you will not make destiny mistakes. In the name of Jesus, maybe there's anything you are trusting God for to give you an answer, maybe concerning your life, your destiny, your business. As you go to bed tonight, Lord, I decree, receive clarity in the name of Jesus. Receive clear instructions in the name of Jesus. Receive what to do, how to do, when to do in the name of Jesus. Receive what to do, receive when to do, receive how to do in the name of Jesus. Maybe there's any vision you are putting together. I call for destiny helpers. Those who are like Aaron and all who hold your hands as you carry out the vision, I call them to your life and destiny in the name of Jesus. Maybe the vision, even in finances, Lord, we call for the resources for you in the name of Jesus. We bring men of resources to your life in the name of Jesus. You will wake up tomorrow, Lord, with testimonies in the name of Jesus. And to some of you who are already in the path of what God wants you to do, but the path is difficult. I decree, I pray for you, receive strength to walk in that path in the name of Jesus. Receive strength to walk in that path in the name of Jesus. Receive courage to walk in that path in the name of Jesus. Oh, I pray for you, receive clarity in the name of Jesus. Know what to do in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you are heard. Lord, we thank you because you've answered. Father, we we'll bless your name. Lord, we say thank you. Father, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Say, be that exalted, be that magnified. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Alright, let me just say this. I'm, I'm very bad when it comes to, um, I think, all of these anniversaries.